Uh, all right, welcome to the Lakers SBM postgame show. The Lakers lose to the Sacramento Kings on the road. Um, the Lakers are now 13 and 18. Man, these these losses suck to watch. Uh, to watch a team absolutely just blow right through you. Um, to just take advantage of the size. And the Lakers look absolutely outmatched. The Sacramento Kings look like the better team uh, throughout the whole night. They had uh, service level. It is They just had better players um, to make it simple. But so kind of want to zoom out to start this because obviously, you know, life without AD is going to be extremely tough. And, you know, I think that's where like all this centers around because you beat a Washington team at home. Obviously, Wizards might be one of the worst teams in the league, just the way they're playing and the body language and their defense right now. You beat that team without AD, but man, life feels like it's going to be tough. But so we zoom out. Lakers are 13 and 18. At this time last year, the team was 16 and 15. And we saw kind of last year how tough it is to even climb out of that kind of hole, right? And I think recently after that, they had the COVID stuff hit. But, you know, when you start that slow and they blew a lot of games they're supposed to win and the schedule's a lot tougher now. Um, but again, my counteract to that is they had a bunch of games this year um, that they should have won. And I was remembering, you know, this is probably the, what, the third straight year where AD's kind of had an injury. Uh, that's this one. We'll see how long it takes. I don't, you know, they haven't disclosed any official information, but it's pretty clear that this isn't some day to day or week by week kind of thing, right? This is obviously something that's going to be, you have to be patient with, you have to have players that can kind of step up during that time. And I was remembering that 2020, 2021 team after the title, right? The team starts, you know, 21 and six and uh, AD gets hurt, you know, on Valentine's day in Denver, the Lakers win their next game in Minnesota, but then they lose four in a row. But after that, they start to kind of level out. And it's funny because Dennis Schroeder was also on that team. Um, but, you know, they won because they had this middle class of players to go to, right? You had a KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, a Montrezl Harrell. None of those guys I named are vet men players, right? So, like, the players that we're now going to ask to step up, uh, it's it's going to be rough. And I think a lot of nights might look like this. The Kings are a really good offense, and they're a really good offense at home. Um, but you look at the stretch coming up. I mean, a lot of those are still on the road and, you know, you have Dallas on Christmas um, and we're now going to rely, I guess, on, you know, Thomas Bryan, who I think really played well tonight. Uh, But, you know, there's just, there's a backbone that breaks, I believe, when you play this small and it's a roster issue, obviously, and I don't really know where Darvin Ham is supposed to go to, but, you know, tonight, I think the Lakers made it up a little bit, but 58 points to 48 points in the paint with a couple minutes left. 18-5, 18-5, second chance points. Sabonis looking like Wilt Chamberlain, you know, on the boards. And we doubled on the catch every time, which I understand from a stretch. I would have liked to see Sabonis at least hit a few uh, to kind of change up our change up our coverages a little bit. But I think this is the, you know, larger issue. And LeBron, I believe, had 19 at halftime. And you're still down eight to the Sacramento Kings. Um, and 13 and 18 and, you know, that's a really tough hole to kind of climb out of. And like, that's where I kind of want to zoom out with this because the Lakers don't have a middle-class of players really, at least, you know, you have no Austin Reeves tonight, obviously uh, still, I believe ailing the, the ankle. Uh, they let him rest in a game 
And Russell Westbrook obviously sat out as well. I believe he had a something uh, ankle injury as well or something on his leg. But um, he had those two outs, so two ball handling guards. But I mean, still, I think tonight wasn't a guard issue. Uh, it was obviously a size issue. I thought, you know, Kevin Herter went at us in the paint all night long um, and from outside. And man, just to watch us struggle. And I think the picture of not just this game, but of like the season, the Lakers, you know, uh, Billy Mack was pumping up that the game was to 13 points with three minutes left. Um, on that possession, obviously, I believe a clear path foul, also a technical foul where I believe Jaron Fox got ejected because uh, it was his second technical. The Lakers hit three out of their four free throws, get the ball back, down 13. They run up a play, they get a drive and kick, the ball swings three times, and the ball swings to Dennis Schroeder uh, for a slightly open three, right? Game three minutes left, defense tightens up. That's an okay shot, I guess, for, like, the personnel on the floor, right? You got an open shot from Dennis Schroeder. Not something you want to happen, but open shot. Kings come down the other way. They come down the other way. Uh, forgot who was bringing the ball up. Um, but they just run Kevin Herter off one simple down screen, and he curls into a three, buries it. They go up 16, and then, obviously, they run it up. They run up the score from there. Just the, like, the... The total difference there in terms of, like, what we can go to and what, like, the Sacramento Kings can go to uh, is, like, night and day between, like, what our town – and to me it represented kind of our town level compared to their town level. And we just don't even have a shooter like that on the roster, let alone a player we can kind of go to with that. LeBron had to work really hard. I think he hit a bunch of jumpers early. He got to the rim. Again, guys, points, 19 points. I thought he was really effective. It was a minus nine and minus five for a lot of the night where we were kind of down 20. Um, I thought he played well. And, you know, to have him kind of play that hard uh, and, you know, put that kind of production in a game that eventually just became a pickup game because we just could not defend. They went at, you know, Thomas Bryant every single time. Patrick Beverly, Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown playing power forward. Like there's just nothing we can really do to kind of keep up uh, with the size and, they ran us kind of off the floor, but I thought, you know, that that difference there just in that moment in the game where, you know, Lakers, they weren't going to win. There wasn't like a likelihood they, was gonna, they were going to win, but you could see they locked in a little bit. You know, Darren Fox got ejected, the Kings' best player, and uh, they come down, you know, Lakers come down and they work hard to get, you know, a Dennis Schroeder open three, uh, which is a shot you're probably going to get. You have Patrick Beverly on the floor as well, right, I believe, to close that, to close the game. And the Kings just walk the other day way and run like a very simple just down screen for a shooter to come off. A guy the Hawks gave up for money reasons, obviously. But, you know, just they just run down and give Kevin Herter a, a, a curling three. And, uh, you know, I thought that that really kind of uh, represented uh, the difference in the game. And, uh, you know, I didn't speak after the Phoenix game, but I thought, you know, didn't like punting that ball game. Uh, you know, I love Scottie Pippen Jr., but he was the first sub off the bench that night and that just you know that tells me that game was not a serious one and I just don't think we're in the business of giving away games and I get it's a back-to-back it's just if you're gonna punt every back-to-back you're not making the playoffs like you or you're you're not doing anything there's no there's no nothing you can build um by doing that and I think that was just really rough to you know for that Phoenix game Devin Booker didn't play I get LeBron sitting but it just felt like we really just punted uh, really just punted that one, and uh, I don't think we're we're in the position to really be doing that, and I think you saw some of the bad habits kind of come out um, tonight with that as well, but they 
played hard in the first. They had the lead, and then the Kings just ran us right off the floor. And, you know, you have a winnable game against Charlotte coming up. It's just uh, you zoom out here with, you know, AD missing um, whatever time he's going to miss. And obviously nothing nothing really has been released yet on that. But I think this team surviving defensively uh, is going to just be really rough. And Thomas Bryant has played really well. I think, you know, he's played the best that he could. You have you have him running the floor. You have him, you know, his shot is starting to go down. I think his physicality is at the best it could be. And uh, you still give up 134 points um, to the Sacramento Kings. And, you know, we, Darvin Ham is messing with a ton of lineups. And I don't, you know, I, I empathize with his, you know, decision to try to keep everyone involved and, you know, try to keep lineups that make sense. And, you know, Max Christie feels like a, a gift, which, you know, I'm a, uh, get deep deeper on later on but I think this team's at a real crossroad and you know trade season has come upon us but I think it's really tough to stay afloat um, without AD and I think you know tonight represented a lot of those issues uh, I think the shot creation problem is huge and again Russ and Austin Reeves are you know big parts of the team I think our second unit could have used one more playmaker Dennis Schroeder kind of struggled um, in that capacity Lonnie Walker I thought got his game off a little bit more. Uh, but again, you have to, you know, play Patrick Beverly 34 minutes. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a really rough, actually he played 37 minutes, minus 15. Um, these plus minuses are rough. Lonnie Walker, minus 15, Thomas Bryant, you know, minus 13 in 28 minutes. And, you know, I wonder if, uh, winning Gabriel was a minutes restriction, only 15 minutes for winning, uh, plus zero. So they played pretty 500 basketball when he was on the floor and, like my next note here is I think we have to, you know, go bigger. I think like 11 minutes for Kendrick Nunn to me makes, you know, no sense. He was 0 for 6 in uh, 11 minutes. Absolutely got turned into a turnstile on defense uh, when he was out there. And I'm not sure what the experimental, you know, process is uh, with him. But uh, I think that experiment, you know, has reached its conclusion. I think we've seen enough. And, you know, I've made this point before, but like, we need more kind of, especially next to LeBron, a little bit more low usage, high floor kind of players. And Kendrick Nunn's a really high ceiling player. Like if he's not hitting every one of his shot attempts, uh, he's really, you know, unimpactful. And I think he's been that through the whole season. And I get trying to get him going and trying to get, you know, the team to kind of get another score off the bench. I just think we have too many, you know, too many guards taking up too many minutes already. You'll have Reeves and Russ coming back. It's just, and these are points, you know, I've made before, but I think like his, his time in the rotation is done. And, uh, but you know, Darvin Ham doesn't have many choices as well. So uh, not much to really take from like a 20, you know, plus loss. I mean, this is the second straight blowout loss. I just think like 80 being out, we have to kind of find ways not to replace him, but I guess just replace the size down low. I think, you know, we're, we obviously decided to just double straight tonight um, on Sabonis and help on Fox and thought Fox hit a bunch of just tough, you know, mid-range, you know, mid-range pull-ups. But just having, you know, one center playable is is going to be really rough in these uh, in these situations. And, you know, I've liked that we haven't gone to LeBron at center. I've, I've liked that that's not a – it's not an option that, you know, we've really decided that we want to go to. Um but, you know, Damian Jones being, you know, unplayable and just a, like you you look across the floor. I mean, the Kings feel like they have 12 NBA players 
And we feel like we have like six or seven on a given night. And you take out AD and, you know, that that equation gets, you know, really rough. And I think, you know, we're going to have to decide pretty soon. This is another, you know, I think when we were two and ten, uh, there was a point there where it could have broken and AD turned into maybe the best player in the world um, for about a couple of weeks just to keep that team afloat. And they were still like 11 and 14 uh, when that finished, when the net kind of came out. Um, but it kept, you know, the season alive. And I think this is uh, another stretch where LeBron has to do that. And, you know, the, the tough part of that is LeBron impacting that on the defensive end. And I think he's been everywhere. He had a couple of blocks tonight where he really showed off kind of his athleticism and showed off what uh, his engagement on that end and had a bunch of a bunch of plays where like he was upset as teammates right and in my notes I have you know one play in the I believe it was the second quarter um he took like a step back you know three and on those plays you know when the shooter takes that you're supposed to have another guy kind of circle back so he can get his man to run back and uh Dennis Shooter I believe was the guy he was upset at um pointed at him for not getting back so I think LeBron was engaged on defense but uh you know you had you know AD giving two-way all-around all NBA impact and uh, for a team that was still flirting around uh, 500. Um, so that the replacement of that is going to be just about impossible. And I think, you know, the, the roughest part is you're, we're, so I'm not sure the injury again, no one knows, but you know, I still, I don't think it's a coincidence. It comes after Anthony Davis playing 46 minutes against Boston uh, plays the whole second half. And I think, you know, LeBron's going to have to start playing a bunch of minutes. And again, we sat him the second half of a back-to-back in Phoenix. We're going to sit LeBron every back-to-back. We're going to lose every back-to-back. I mean, uh, there's another back-to-back coming, I believe, next week in Miami. Um, And the Western Conference is still slow. The Warriors lost tonight. It's just you got to overlap like two teams now. And uh, so the decision on where this season is going is going to have to be decided pretty quick here. And I'm not sure the direction they want to go. I think trades have been kind of shut off for now until we see what AD looks like. Then we're gonna get a lot of ugly basketball. Um, a lot of ugly, a lot of ugly basketball until until then. Uh, I just this team won't be able to defend at the at the rate that's enough to to win. Uh, so I think it's gonna be a real struggle. LeBron again, 19 first half points um, at 38 years old. It's still incredible feed that you know no one should be doing but um and he finishes with 31 on the night 31 11 and 6 in a game that you're kind of out of for the whole time uh that's it's a, a rough thing to accept uh, a few little you know other little nuggets here i think you know uh there was a point i believe third quarter where darvin ham kind of took lonnie walker to the side and gave him a kind of you're supposed like shoot every time stop being you know so passive um 13 shots tonight still not as many as i think you would like, but got to the line four times. I think just without, you know, uh, you know, no Reeves, no Russell Westbrook. I think you could see Lonnie Walker kind of have his game open up a little bit. And, uh, I, you know, I've said this long. If no trade is coming, I'd like to, you know, invest in him and Reeves as, as ball handlers and just see what that can take you. Uh, I don't think this team is, is getting anywhere with. So we had a point guard, Patrick Beverly, for a lot of this night. And I just think, like, all of it, he was five for seven, and four of them just did not look right. They did go in, still a minus 15 uh, on the night. Uh, a lot of those I thought were in garbage time as well. A lot of uh, – he, he did hit one out of two from three, still shooting, you know, extremely poorly 
from there. I just don't need to see, you know, point guard Patrick Beverly out there. And I think, you know, there's not a lot of options there. LeBron wants another ball handler there. I just, like, one play I kind of put here as well, uh, we had a play where, you know, just had Lonnie Walker standing in the corner while Patrick Beverly runs actions. I mean, it's just, that's, that's tough. I think, you know, I think Lonnie's our best kind of scoring ball handler. And just to have him sit there and watch Patrick Beverly run 50 actions every time is really, really frustrating. Um, and this team's going to, it's, it's going to be a tough watch going, uh, going forward. And then uh, lastly, I just want to close, you know, I think, you know, Max Christie, him being this good is, is kind of crazy after his summer league and after his struggles to shoot down there. And I think it just puts in perspective how, you know, and only six points tonight didn't, you know, go crazy two for three again, a minus 16. I just thought like he's, this team is begging for like three and D players. Troy Brown again is playing power forward, just throwing another young guy in who's has some energy, who has size, who's hitting his catch and shoot threes. I think it just makes sense to kind of leap him up in minutes as well. Again, he can take all the Kendrick Nunn minutes, um, Maybe even he's already obviously I think ahead of JTA. I think you know he can kind of fill in when Troy Brown's really struggling. Troy Brown seven shots tonight after only taking one shot in Phoenix, uh, two for seven. Still think he should get you know a little bit more aggressive uh, on offense. But uh, Max Christie, just another fun find of the season. You know I said last year I think all you got out of it was Austin Reeves. I think it would be really sad if this year all you got you know is 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 Max Christie but I think Max Christie's been you know extremely fun and uh it kind of shows you kind of the bar of what we're looking for just you know three and D guys who play who play smart who play hard on defense and don't mess up your team scheme and Darvin Ham trust him uh he played 26 minutes tonight a lot of that again in garbage time but uh, I think you know his his confidence level is obviously there and I think he's an NBA player and we have you know I think so few of those um again Damian Jones six minutes in a game where Anthony Davis doesn't play I mean that's where Anthony Davis is out obviously and we are, we're getting killed at the rim just kind of shows you I think like their trust in him as well right and I think you know his reaction time the slowness that he gets to the rim his reaction time is always like three seconds slower than I think you know a guy his size and mobility and uh coordination I think should be at uh, there's plays or team players drive and he reacts so late they're already like they score and he get they get an and one is it very strange from like the 10 day uh experience that we got last season but uh been rough watching him as well been rough watching Kendrick Nunn um and rough to watch two straight you know blowouts a team 13 and 18 now just such a tough hole to kind of get out of and we're just going to continue to get reports obviously from Chicago see whatever the hell is happening over there reports you know from way other teams that maybe you know are struggling but uh i think we're in a like really hell place right now and where we need to kind of decide um or or if they want to you know make a trade or or sign or or figure out what the you know decision is on ad or where they want to move because this is going to be uh an extremely rough situation without it and without him and we'll see when we get kind of news on that and uh, I think, like, the team is in this dark, you know, holding pattern until the AD news comes out. Like, if if he's unavailable, then I think this is the basketball you're going to see without some type of trade. Um, 
there's just no like good solving answer. Darvin Ham obviously is going to continue to do these three, four guard lineups, which can't really. I don't like them, but I mean, you just look at the roster makeup and try to make you know four or five five man lineups without putting three guards in there. Um, that's without playing you know two centers together, which I think he doesn't like to do either. Uh, Wayne and Gabriel and Thomas Bryant, after you know a lot of minutes together, didn't I don't believe really play together tonight. Maybe that might be because of Russell Westbrook being out. Um, and again, Russ is a big part of that second unit. Like he's a big part of helping the team. But I think our defense is just going to be an absolute struggle. Um, and you're going to have to win games scoring and hoping that this team uh, shoots well. Um, but, you know, on the positive, Max Christie looks looks great. Looks like a fun find. Uh, Lonnie Walker, I think, got his kind of game going without – Patrick Beverly and, you know, Russell Westbrook, you know, and always sharing a floor with one of them or, or uh, with LeBron on the floor. I think, you know, his, his game kind of got open as well, but uh, just another tough loss. And again, when you punt games down three or four games under 500, you're going to be going up a huge mountain uh, for the whole season. So um, I hope we, you know, stop punting games. I hope, you know, AD can kind of, we get some type of positive news um, on AD and uh we'll go from there sorry if this sounds so somber i'm actually kind of sick so apologize for the voice um but you know that's all i think i had tonight uh hope you guys have a really happy holidays and uh we'll see you after the charlie game programming note no you will not uh i just told raj to take that friday off and head out into his holiday weekend early so we will hear from him again sometime after this weekend Thanks for tuning in, everybody.